Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. Coming up on 11 minutes after 8 on Wisconsin's Morning News, getting a lot of residual texts on our conversation about Bucky Badger. Conversations about how the Badger would fare against a Wolverine, etc. <laughs> I don't that. know if I want to fight a Wolverine either. Either, right? They're kind of similar creatures, yeah. In that way, and then continued questions about, you know, one guy asked. He said he's been been going up north for a long time, never even seen a badger in the wild. I said I've never even seen a badger at the exhibit at the zoo. They never even come <laughs> yeah. out. Badger's not indigenous to Wisconsin, actually. We're the whole yeah. badger thing is about the miners, and people used to call the miners badgers, and yada, yada, yada. We have yeah. Bucky. Not what I really wanted to talk about the first part of this thing. I think of all, of all the crap that we see ads for, that we are exposed to when watching television or whatever, in particular sporting events, of all the things that, that are put in front of us, Okay, why is this the ad that immediately has raised suspicion? Like, hmm, I got to find out what's going on here. You need yeah, it's the Jesus ads. And people have raised eyebrows over this, and now it's going to get more attention with this group putting together what I think are some really nice, positive messages, and they're actually buying ad time in the Super Bowl, which, what was the number that Dom had? Seven, Seven 17 million, million dollars. Seven million? For a 30 second for a 30. Yeah. And they've bought a couple, and I don't know if they're minutes or if they're 30s. So you're looking at a group that's going to invest at least $14 million mm-hmm. if they go, we'll double that if they go for the minute-long spots in the Super Bowl to run their ads that promote the good works of Jesus. And there's like, automa- the automatic knee-jerk reaction was like, what's really at play here? <laughs> and I don't know if that's fair. Like Wondering who's paying for it. Who's paying for it? What's the message really supposed to be? Is this some sort of recruitment for some sort of political agenda? Is it whatever? I mean, what's the stuff that gets in front of us year after year? And some of it fades in and fades out. Alcohol is always a thing. Oh, yeah. Never wonder who's paying for that. You know. Well, yeah, but that's... Um... That's different. Right, I guess. Right. We, we know who's paying for it because their name's on the can. I give, I grant you that. Remember the year that e-trading was a year or two when e-trading was all the rage? Mm-hmm. All the different sort mm-hmm. of ways to... All the dot-coms. Basically participate in gambling in legal fashion, which is what yep, yep. day trading was for so many people. That was fine. Nobody raised... Mm-hmm. That's fine. Just look at those ads. Last year we had all the crypto... Crypto. How'd that work out? Pretty good for everybody on that? <laughs> Right. Nobody raised an eyebrow on that. It was like, hmm, yeah, yeah, that seems like a good idea. But again, that's a, a company buying the ad. This is different because it's a religious entity that is putting the money forward, correct? Like, that's the question. Various male enhancement products that you have to talk about with your kids. What's that mean? Never mind. You need Jesus. So that's what we're really suspicious of right now. So let's back up if you haven't seen them. They're actually, some of these ads have been running. I don't know if they're going to... You would think that if it's the Super Bowl, they're going to have a new ad that we haven't seen yet. A powerful one. And, and some of them have been powerful. And before I play it, well, I'll do it after. Let me just play one of these ads. Maybe you've seen it. And it's just the audio here, obviously. But follow along, and then we'll kind of fill in the gaps of where the imaging is on the ad. But uh, this one is... Maybe you've seen it already on TV. A caring man took a walk. Everywhere he looked, people suffered. Anxiety ran high. Hope dwindled. Hatred rose. His neighbors had lost trust in the system and in each other. 
I need to do something, he thought. I'll bring them together and feed them. Around the dinner table, they can talk and see how much they have in common. Shared struggles. Shared joy. Shared pain. So he prepared a feast and invited all into his home. But some refused to sit at his table because they chose to only see differences. He was heartbroken because he wanted everyone to eat and be filled, not with food and wine, but with compassion. So the images are a juxtaposition of, of strife and peace, burning cars and protests mixed with images of people caring for one another, helping someone out, smiling and laughing together. And then the ad finishes with the text, Jesus welcomed all to the table, all of us, he gets us. And the us is highlighted in Jesus. So the uh, group behind the ads is, I had it up here, Servant Group. You can look them up online. They have a website, or you can do, um, you can just text hegetsus.com, and some of the ads and the background behind it, who's funding it, uh, will come up for you. But there was a headline in Fortune magazine that read, Mysterious Donors Are Paying Millions to Run <laughs> See, right away. Ominous. Ominous. Yes. This, what, yes. What gives here with these mysterious donors who want to run ads about being nice to people well does the does that make sense though to spend the money on ads like this so a couple of different ways we can take the conversation this morning and the old national bank talk and text line is 855-616-1620 old national bank get old 855-616-1620 commence primary ignition You do raise an interesting question in terms of marketing, and some folks have raised the issue that fine, I'm fine with these ads, but if you're going to spend, what did we say, two two thirty second spots cost you fourteen million dollars. If you have fourteen million dollars, why don't you build a homeless shelter? See, and that's one of the texts here right. from the two right off the bat. Yep, the ads don't bother me at all. I think they're cute. I would, however, suggest that the fourteen million dollars be better spent doing Jesus's work. So I, I hear where that's coming from, and I don't completely disagree with it, but the counter to that would be, you know, people who want to get a message out invest in that message all the time. And I go back to that reference to Scripture. I, I don't mm -hmm, think it's sure. actually in there word for word, but it's, you know, what do they say? Uh, catch a man a fish or give a man a teach fish, a man you a feed fish. him for yeah, a day. Yeah, yep, yep. Teach a man to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. If you can, through this investment, inspire legions of others to do good work, is that not, you know, planting a seed that grows into a tree? Yeah. I hope so. I mean, that's the very bedrock of our business here, Eric. We have partnerships with people all the time who take money from their bottom line. They give it to us to invest in the messaging. You know, I do ads for Orthopedic Associates of Wisconsin. They did my knee surgery. They did a great job. I reached out to them and said, I'd love to tell your story. There's an investment that they make in our company, and they think it's worth it because then more people come in the door, and ultimately it's better for them. From the 414, compelling people to do Jesus' work is the same as ads selling Bud Light. Right, and we're not suspicious of liquor ads or where it's coming from, what the, what the intention is behind it. It's to get us to drink more beer. So what's so wrong with getting you to want to be nice to folks? Well, I, there's nothing wrong with it. I just would rather see... Bud Light cans play football. You are looking 
live at Bud Bowl 2 as unbeaten Budweiser battles undefeated Bud Light. I want to feel bad about myself. I want to watch football and laugh this and eat nice. Cheetos. You'll feel good about yourself. So whichever way you want to take the conversation, 855-616-1620. What, if anything, is bothering people so much about these ads? Why the immediate suspicion of where the money's coming from? And is it a worthwhile investment even for those who intend to do good? 855-616-1620 is the old National Bank talk and text line. Back with some more of your reactions in a moment. You need Jesus! Eight twenty-two on Wisconsin's Morning News, News Radio, WTMJ. Greg Pancake Hill is producing the program. Came up with that one, too. Great song in its own right. And then certainly in line with the topic we're talking about. Eric Bilstead, Vince Vetrano here talking about this ad buy that uh, an independent group, it's called Servant Group. They're using private donations to purchase a couple of spots in the Super Bowl to advertise the good works of Jesus. And some people are bent out of shape over it. And I don't get it. Couple of takes, interesting ones on the old National Bank talk and text line eight five five six one six one six twenty. Why are you feeling so threatened by the Jesus commercials? And maybe they are already filling the shelves in food banks. Would rather see this commercial with my kids in the room than many of the other family inappropriate commercials. <laughs> right, I'm right there. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. There. <laughs> right. Every commercial is appropriate. Uh, here's another one. I think part of the issue is that religious entities get huge tax breaks or are tax exempt. So when we see a religious entity doing something that a business Business does were very suspicious. I think that's fair when you're talking about nonprofit status, and people go back and forth over whether you know hospitals that rake in millions of dollars, and we've been talking about that uh, of late, whether they ought to truly have tax exempt status. Right. And the same goes for churches. Side debate, regardless. But I think it's fair to at least wonder then if you're like, oh, well, I wonder who's paying for this. There's no harm in that. But for those who are bent out of shape that they're seeing it. Um, I don't get it. If it's not for you, it's not for you. Move on. Maybe you don't drink. And the liquor ad's not for you. Move on. Let's uh, talk with Jim. Uh, Jim is with us in Sheboygan. And you're a pastor, Jim? Yes, I am. Well, so I'm, I'm interested in your thought then on the investment, because you're out there doing the good work on the people level. If uh, I know one of the arguments that's been made is, boy, if some folks have 20-some million dollars to spend on doing the good works of Jesus, you ought not buy an ad. Let's do something else with that money. Yeah, well, there was a time uh, when a woman anointed Jesus' feet with a year's wages worth of perfume, and the disciples got all bent out of shape about that and, and said, that money could have been given to the poor. And Jesus said, she's done a beautiful thing. Won't always have me. Uh, so I don't think it's a matter of either or. I think it's mm -hmm. a matter of both and. But also, you know, is this the best use of the money because... The best kind of evangelism is one-on-one, -on -one, the way Jesus set it up. And uh, so, fine, spend the spend the millions of dollars. But I tried that in my congregations. Didn't translate into one convert. Uh, it's just the best way to gain disciples for Jesus is is to uh, talk to people one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, plus, the medium is the message. When you're putting a commercial out sure. in that venue, then all of a sudden, you know, Jesus becomes secular uh, because he's surrounded by beer ads and Doritos. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, best to talk about Jesus when somebody's uh, 
in the hospital and, and looking for that help and, and your neighbor who's wondering about the big questions of life. That, that's the best kind of evangelism. It doesn't cost you anything. Uh, Pastor Jim, thanks so much for calling the show and, and for your good work up there in Sheboygan. I, you know, I, I guess I come down on perhaps someone might be inspired then by these ads to go out and do that person-to-person evangelism, and maybe there could be value in that, but certainly room to disagree on that point. Uh, a couple other texts here. The ones who are bothered by these ads are the ones who should be paying the most attention to them. Here's another one. If anything, this commercial makes me want to be a better person, regardless of Jesus. And finally, well, guys, since I'm not dead, I like watching attractive women in commercials. <laughs> well, no disagreement there. All right. Uh, let me bring in uh, Kevin on the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620. Morning, Kevin. Hey, good morning. How are you guys? Uh, good. What are your thoughts on this? Hey, the reason that this is a controversial issue is because it's been weaponized in the past and people are suspicious, you know. Um, you don't see Doritos fighting each other over the Fritos, you know, but but religion's weaponized. And, I, and so we question, why would an ad like this be so prominent in such a space? What are they trying to get across to people? Uh, that That's an interesting thought. Does it does it bother you at all? Like, And if you, you know, do you do your research and you find that these are maybe just some good people who want to put out a message? I mean, is it something you would or would not rather see? No, I think if it's good people putting out a good message, that's that's fine. I just think that there's controversy over it because people want to get down to the bottom of it. Why is this message coming out now? What's the reason and who's behind it? And do they have a nefarious, you know, kind of a an angle on it? Fair question to ask. Thanks for calling the show, Kevin. 855-616-1620 is the Old National Bank talk and text Was line. it at least a $14 million buy-in for something for two of these ads? They're, they're spending at least $14 million, right? Bucks, yep. right? So a lot of money and and no doubt a lot of good stuff that you could do with that in terms of direct investment. I do believe in marketing or I wouldn't be you and I wouldn't be here were it not for that. And I think there's some positives that can come from that. Like my earlier point, if you can inspire people then, as the pastor said, to then go out and maybe do something good in their life, the opportunity to plant that seed and see see how it can grow is, you know, my guess is why people are find value in this type of investment. 828 on Wisconsin's Morning News. 831 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Appreciate the thoughtful conversation on uh, the last topic. I'll say this, too. You know, we're all on our own spiritual journey. We all have different relationship with our own faith. You know, I'll admit that I'm, I'm envious of people who are more devoutly religious than I. And I say that because, you know, my, and not to bore anyone with my personal faith journey, but I'm in a, not a great spot on that, and I wish I were, and I'm working through that, but, you know, my relationship with going to church or, you know, I was raised Catholic. My wife is Lutheran. Our kids were baptized Episcopalian uh, for an assortment of reasons. We've gone back and forth from going to church every Sunday to not and things like that. And so I'd, I wish I were in a better spot on that faith journey. We all have to find our way through that. And I am. I'm envious of people who are more devoutly religious than I. And maybe I'll get back to that place. But regardless... I think uh, even if you're not that we had this conversation with Mark Shapiro at uh, JCC he said somebody says to me at the Jewish Community Center somebody says to me Merry Christmas <laughs> thank you and vice versa if somebody says to me Happy Hanukkah or it was a, a rabbi that I really used to like that Mark and I would talk with over there when she, when she had blessings for me or uh, something to teach me I was always so so grateful for that and you know maybe you see the Jesus ad and you 
doesn't do anything for you, that's fine. Nobody's trying to force feed you here. It's just about this guy who did a lot of good stuff. What was that sound bite you played? Which, this one? You need Jesus. <laughs> All right. He's that not one? saying cheese its He's saying Jesus, <laughs> Someone right? Someone suggested that, right. That's <laughs> oh, a great cheese it ad for the Super Bowl. Perfect. <laughs> no, no, that's no. not what he said. Jesus with a J. 832 on Wisconsin's Morning News. talk about next <laughs> 838 on wisconsin's morning news just real quick on tom brady because we're getting a couple of texts on it and what its effect may be for us here as we are on rogers watch a couple of people texting in on the old national bank talk and text line 855-616-1620 old national bank get old that with tom brady's announced retirement and he said he's serious this time right yeah, for good. He said for, for good, good. That for was good. it. Because yep. yep. I had forgotten. He, I, I knew there was some question as to whether or not he would be back after he won that Super Bowl. I had forgotten. Did he retire? If I and then unretire. Yeah, if I remember right, like the for story broke before he was able to yeah, announce yeah. it. So then he. So did it wasn't say, a yeah. full Farve. Yeah, I mean it was close. <laughs> I think if I recall, it was close, but right. not a full full Farve. So he came back, and now he says he's out, and a number of people raising the point, well, does that mean that Aaron Rodgers is for sure coming back at least one more season? And does it open up more avenues for him to go someplace else right. outside what, of Green Bay? Right, Green Bay or otherwise, but for sure, you know, there were two questions that Rodgers needed, at least one question that Rodgers needed to answer, and then more questions for the Green Bay Packers. The first for Rodgers, are you done, dude? Or are you coming to work? No. And then for the Packers, right, well, where is that work? Are we? Are you staying here and we're moving forward with you? Or are we trying to trade and things like that? Question number one needs to be answered first. Unless he's waiting for the answer to question number two, which is, well, what do you want to do with me? Because if you're saying we're going to trade me to who knows where and I want to play there, then I'm done. So it gets complicated. But either way, I think it does clear one hurdle. Now, Tausch this morning didn't seem entirely convinced that Aaron Rodgers' decision on whether or not to come back had anything to do with Tom Brady. Right, yeah, no, that he, that yes, that's what he said. Although, and Dom had an interesting theory, too, that, no, this will be great for Rodgers to come back because now he can be the senior statesman and have his yeah. swan song. Stage is cleared. He's now that guy. Pulls the old L away, maybe. Yeah, right. Wins one more. Uh, who else won at the end of his career? Um Peyton Manning, Peyton, yeah, Manning right? had a good went run. to a different yep. team and won another Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah, with Denver, right? Mm -hmm. So the Colts and Denver for Peyton Manning. So that that's out there. Whether or not it actually affects what Aaron Rodgers is thinking, his line of thought on that, not he, sure. I know a lot of us who don't know him at all have a lot of theories on what's going on inside his head. At least Tausch knows <laughs> the guy and played with him. Isn't it amazing though if you think about it though? He was forty-five years old, still playing football. Like just it. In this day and age, when some of these players burn out after two or three years, yeah. and you just have these specimens now that come in and are just just peak condition at 22, this guy at 45 was still slinging. There's no question that, you know, obviously there's, there's some God-given ability in a guy like that, and he's an outlier. That said, he has taken such good care of himself— you know, he's largely alcohol-free during the season. I think he's talked about that. He's talked a lot about diet, about his regimen, things like that. So, you know, is there a blueprint for, and whether or not you want to do that? 
Luck plays a big role in that recipe, too, though. I mean, he got hurt once badly with his knee, but for the most part, he was able to stay away from getting hit too hard. That and some pretty good offensive lines in front of him as well. well right. you know, it, it all worked out for this dude to, to create something that just doesn't happen very often. But I think the point that you were making is well taken. I mean, like, what was I just doing my orthopedic ad today? I was bragging about it. I played five hours of pickleball this weekend. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, good for you, guy. I mean, granted, I'm almost 50, but still, like, okay, pickleball. This cat's getting in a train wreck 20 times a game, you know, running into grown men. Think of the, think of this, honestly, in your own life. When's the last time you ran as fast as you possibly could? <laughs> Ever. For any yeah, reason. Right. Once. One time. In the last decade, maybe once. <laughs> From here to there. When's the last time you ran full uh, tilt, ran to anything? Chasing right? after my toddler kid by the stairs or something. Hey, yeah. Whoa. And not Ooh. even, right? <sighs> <sighs> One time in the last year, you ran full tilt sprint. And this cat does that for a living mm-hmm. in his mid-40s. It's pretty impressive. Right, I wake up with something hurting. <laughs> yeah, right. I slept on my arm wrong. I slept Great. wrong. Great. And not saying that doesn't happen to him, you know. All those guys will talk about it's not it's not the day after, it's two days after, right? They wake up on that Tuesday after the game. It's throbbing. Just, oh. And then you kind of get that body back in shape. That's why the Thursday game, particularly for a lot of you know, a lot of these guys, but the the older guys is is a tough turn. Because much of the week of preparation is not only knowing things about what you're doing, what the opposition is doing, but just getting your body back into any sort of condition where it can move. You know, the other thing I think of when I think of Tom Brady is how, like, and we're, we're seeing this with Rodgers, too. And I, I, we saw it with Favre. It seems like we get tired of people. <laughs> and, like, we, Pretty we, darn grow, quick, we don't grow we? to hate them. Like, there's a lot of people that despise Tom Brady. I know there are a lot of Packers fans right now that are a little annoyed and agitated with the shenanigans of Aaron Rodgers. LeBron James is another one who's been around a long time and, and you know, you root for him a while. I'm waiting for Steph Curry. When are we going to, when's everyone going to start hating on Steph Curry? Cause it seems like it's only a matter of time. These sports stars all of a sudden become villains. It's like we create that cause we just get fatigue with them. And I, I'm kind of in that camp on Brady and I know there's some shady stuff with the deflate gate and some other things, but sure. Largely, he's been a, a clean guy, right? And, you know, not a lot of scandal in his life, that incident notwithstanding. I suppose you had the sign stealing. Yeah, Patriots that, had some stuff. Yeah, so the Patriots had some stuff. But at some point with that juggernaut, it got to me where I was like, no, man, this doesn't happen very often. This is what they're doing is so incredible. Like, why do I hate on that? Obviously, I'd prefer my team. Sure, of but course. Why, of but why course. do I hate on that? What's happening in front of us is so amazing. Or a Michael Jordan and what those Bulls teams did right. back in the day. I feel like Jordan was pretty much well-liked, even though he... <laughs> you want to talk about someone who had an interesting uh, secret life going on? <laughs> yeah, wow. No kidding. But he wasn't hated as much, was he, at the end of his career? I don't think so. I think he's still largely liked, right? Yeah. They do, do get do a good spoof on him and how competitive he is. I think Saturday Night Live has a good thing too, where he was like taking money from the doorman at the arena and stuff like that. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard stories from people oh, who've actually yeah. been around him. But Tom Brady retired now. He says for good and whatever's next. He's got a Hollywood career ahead of him. Eight forty-five on Wisconsin's Morning News. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain.
Ten minutes before 9 o'clock on Wisconsin's Morning News. thought you were going to play something. Oh, later? This is Eric and me sitting next to each other, not communicating. Much better now, though. Oh, yes. Now, you are going to play something. I am going to play something. This is an interview with my kid, Olivia Vitrano, youngest in the family, although youngest by... A minute? Six minutes, I think, than twin brother Max. But she... um, revealed something that makes me feel bad as a father. And I guess in large part, it says we're sort of on the right track. We're not like health food family, but we have tried from birth to make sure that we have instilled in our children healthy eating mm, habits. Yep, yep, us too. And you got to do that early on because it doesn't take much to start bad habits. And I'm not, but I never wanted to be the family like where there are no treats. You know, like you want a piece of cake, we're going to have cake. Sure. You know, I don't... Just cake on hand? Right. right. <laughs> not all kitchen. times, but like, right. We're not at wow. the birthday party telling you, hey, don't eat any of that cake. That's bad for you. We're not, we're not those people. Okay. But we're sort of getting the rep as being those people. My kid uh, was recounting what happened at lunch the other day at school with her friends. You brought cookies to lunch, and what was their response? Who died? <laughs> what do you mean, who died? <laughs> what does she mean, Who died? <laughs> Turns out, uh, when you don't usually break out some good treats at the lunch table, that's noticed by the others. And apparently Liv, my daughter, says, you know, I never have good stuff in my lunch. Everybody knows that. And so, here, I'll let her explain it. Because we never have good stuff at our house. So they were really confused and thought that you're trying to sugarcoat something bad that happened. <laughs> Are we like that house? Yes. We so yes we're that house so so rare was it that she had good treats in her mm-hmm. lunch she breaks them out and her her friends maybe only somewhat in jest are like hey is everything okay at home parents are trying <laughs> to sugar you up <laughs> well i've noticed that at our house because uh, my wife's the same way we're pretty hardcore about you know not eating a ton of processed foods and all this different stuff and you know we'll have friends over or they'll have friends yeah. over and there's like really nothing spectacular for them Isn't. to snack on. and we've always said if you're if you're having kids over we'll buy you a bunch of junk we'll buy you some you know, we'll buy you soda and we'll buy you chips or whatever you yeah. want just tell us but right on the random like hey billy's coming over or whatever tanner's coming over mm-hmm. and here's max and you can you can hear them rifling through the thing like your kids home, got friends are over. All of a sudden, you hear somebody in the kitchen, and you go in there. What do you need? <gasps> they almost have a scared look. <laughs> do we have anything to eat? Oh, we got our apples. <laughs> do we have anything? To eat? What What do we have? Like, what do you mean? What do we have? We have water. Uh. <laughs> right? Yeah. Get you a glass of water. Yeah. Would, you, would you like a sparkling water? Right. I have that. Right. We have quinoa. Do you want me to cook you up some quinoa? Right. <laughs> like wild rice? Or what do we have? Here's a rice cake. No, we don't have anything. I don't know because the stuff's oh not just generally around. So now we have the rep at my kid's school of being that house. There you go. And nobody wants to come over. Maybe that's better. Eight fifty three on Wisconsin's Morning News. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee from the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. February is the worst month of the year, but it's an honest month. It's a month that doesn't hold up life any better than it really is. I mean, look around here. These buildings, they, they look like they don't even have any lights in them during a workday. And uh, something great happened here, but it's over with. And that's the way February is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oof. 
Can and I here we are. I have no I have no idea. I have no idea who that is. Who, who, who is that? It's an essay of a audio essay about the month of February from our friends at Camo X Radio in oh. St. Louis. Accurate. Mark Reardon, right? Mark Reardon? No. No, he's not there. Who's Reardon there? is well, Reardon isn't at Camo X anymore, but he's still in St. Louis. Got it. If that helps you. Yeah. Everything helps. Information is a good thing. Groundhog Day tomorrow. We gotta have you special. Know, I haven't thought about that at all. Coverage, Eric. Mm-hmm. Live team you coverage. Know, of you know, I hate all that stuff, right? Do you? Why? Yeah, it's just stupid. It is stupid, but that's why I like it. Yeah, it's really? goofy and silly, and I mean, I like the movie Groundhog Day or whatever, whatever it was called yeah. with Bill Murray. That's that's a classic. Imagine being in that trap every damn day, waking up the same thing. That's kind of what I do. <laughs> I was say, well, let's be honest. I'm drinking the same coffee. I'm coming in the same place. I'm doing the same show with different topics, obviously. Seeing the same people over and over and over again. Well, Getting that alarm clock. You're very mm-hmm. fortunate to see this group here in front of you every day. I, I got to say, I mean, I know all the talents here at WTMJ. This is the best looking squad of the day. Wow. Thank you, sir. Yeah. We're pretty good looking. You guys are, are well quaffed. Well-dressed, well-spoken. There's only one guy who will comment on your, your physical appearance. <laughs> That's me. And it's Steve Scafidi. <laughs> really? I like, don't know why I'm fascinated by that. None of my other stuff. coworkers do that, but he is that a bad? Hey, is, hey, is that appropriate I like in, your in shoes. today's work culture? No, I don't mind it. You, okay. That's just, you do it a lot. Is it awkward? No, you know what I, like you know I said, I'm fine with it. What I've learned through decades of like, you know, watching those videos and the HR training is if the compliment is, is wanted or well-received... Then you're largely okay. Okay. Well, you're not going to fight with me on this one, are you? No, I don't think you're so. Fine, please. Uh, Compliment away. Steve, yes. Steve remarked on my looks, and it made me <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> Next thing you know, you and I are both in an office upstairs having a conversation. Your Honor, Mr. Scanfidi remarked <laughs> Scanfidi. on my looks, and it was made <laughs> me sad inside. I love when I when I first started six. Yeah, my my anniversary is coming up uh, the 28th of the Scafidi and Bilstead yeah. show. No, remember that. <laughs> so we are we're gonna have a big old uh, anniversary show. <laughs> no, That'd be I'm awesome. gonna mention it, but now I, you, I lost my train of thought. Um, You've been booked for three oh, hours. After I know what the show I know what it was. Wagner couldn't say my last name. He just stumbled over it over and over again. Finally, he figured it out. It was graffiti. No, yeah, I always did, tell did people if, you, if it's hard for you, just think graffiti with an S. Okay, right, graffiti. Uh, graffiti with an S is up next on WTMJ. February is the worst month of the year, but. It's an honest month.